welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. All right, Mad Mob, uh, another episode for the week. We are going, Begley, do you mind? I'm trying to do an intro here. It's okay. Uh, don't let it happen again. Uh, we are here. Uh, another episode to cover the 4 o'clock games, the Sunday night football game, and the Monday night football game. Um, we are also going to uh, cover our CTFL, crappy team football league, fantasy league uh, that we have going. Who won that this week? Who scored the most points? We are going to go over um, the DFS finish from last week. And our new DFS lineup. So it is a full episode. So we are going to jump right in um, to the first four o'clock game, which is the Falcons at the Rams. A big old line. Rams minus ten and a half. Uh, the over under is set at forty six and a half. I feel like this is a trap line. I think people are going to hammer Atlanta here because of how they looked last week. Give me the Rams. A hundred percent. This is so trappy. Uh, give me the Rams and, and give me what was the over under? Forty six and a half. Yep. Give me the gosh, give me the over on this one. I, I don't I, mean, I don't really know, but I'm taking the Rams. I loved I love Daryl Henderson this week. Uh I think you saw what Cam Akers is. Uh, you know, he may get a few more carries because their third string back, Kyron Williams, went out last week. Daryl Henderson's in my flex. Cordero Patterson is not seeing my lineup this week. I think he was a flash in the pan. Damian Williams is back. Uh, he was actually seeing more carries before Cordero before he got hurt. What are you doing with Drake London, Goni? Did well last week against Lattimore. I'm sitting him. I'm sitting him this week. He's playing Jalen Ramsey, and I know Jalen Ramsey got toasted by Stephon Diggs, but the comparison between Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen throwing the ball and a rookie Drake London with Marcus Mariota throwing the ball are two two different things. I, I'm not playing any Falcons. I, I don't want to play a single one. I agree with you 100%. I think the Rams are absolutely going to just dump points on the Falcons to make up for last week. They want to come out. They want to make a statement. They're at home. And uh, I'm taking the Rams, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over. I think it's gonna be like a thirty-four ten kind of deal. Uh, I'm sorry, thirty-four seventeen. Fair enough. Um, I I'm I'm nervous with Cam Akers. He's one of the few guys after I'm only given week one that kind of made me nervous. Um, I just. I'm holding back on K-Makers. I agree. I'm starting Darrell Henderson. I think uh, A-Rob bounces back. They came out and said they needed to utilize him more. Look for him to have a, a comeback this game. Drake London, I think I'm I think I'm playing him as well. Corderell Patterson, I don't think was a complete flash in the pan. I think he's definitely start-worthy. But we saw, I, I believe we saw his ceiling in week one. But I think he, I think he still earned a spot in a starting lineup. Um, just to answer it, I think the Rams come out and just absolutely take out all of their aggression on the Falcons. They are coming off a big break. They were in the Thursday game. They had a little over a week to prepare. Give me the over, and I can't believe I'm I'm giving up this many points. Give me the Rams minus ten and a half. What What is Charles' confidence in Allen Robinson bouncing back? I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident. I'm confident as well. Uh, I'm playing him this week. Uh, it's just he's not going to see. He can't see two targets again, right? I'd put it. They, they want to get him more involved. Man. I'd put it at seventy-five percent. He gets thirteen points or more. I, like if I, if I see in a in a touchdown. Yes. If I see less than five targets from him, then I'm I'm worried. I'm getting worried after this week. If I see if I see less than five targets, I'm going to start to hit the panic button. Do you take Allen Robinson this week or Michael Michael Thomas in your flex? A Rob, same. Begs. Oh Wayne, pause. Oh Wayne, pause. I'm going to take A Rob. Bucks defense is for real. All right, all right. Our next game on the ledger is the Seahawks at 49ers. 49ers 
minus nine and a half. Over under is 41 and a half. That's crazy because Gino is coming out. They wrote him off, but he ain't right back. Coming off a great game. Trey Lance coming off an awful game. Granted, we when we did the week one recap, we gave pretty much all 49ers and all Bears that played poorly a pass based on the uh, weather. That is that's a disrespectful line though. You know what I mean? Give me give me the Seahawks plus nine. Give me the under. We'll see what Jeff Wilson does. Uh, I start him if I have him because I think he's going to be the guy back there. You're going to start your Debo. I think Darnell Mooney has. Uh, this isn't saying much, or Darnell Mooney. Golly, where am I at? I think DK Metcalf. Um, has a good week. Gino Gino kind of showed me a lot, man. I, I'm I'm kind of on a Gino train right now. He looked really good against a pretty solid Broncos secondary. I don't buy it. Yeah, no, not at all. Go ahead, Biggs. Niners and over. I'm uh, playing every Niner I got. Although I think with Jeff Wilson, a word of caution. I think he'll get the goal line carries. Trey Lance doesn't. He does didn't dump the ball down in week one, so. In terms of PPR, he's not going to give you a lot of receiving opportunities, I don't think. Plus, I think Debo is going to take some of his carries. I think uh, Mason will as well. So, just he's the hot waiver guy, but tamper your expectations, I think. For me, I like DK. DK, I'm I'm taking the Niners and I'm taking the over. I think we see the Trey Lance breakout game this week. I, I think that Seattle was a flash in the pan. It was very trappy, as Beggs and I was just calling out last week for sure. I don't think they're as good as they looked on Monday. I, I, I really don't. I think the 49ers just absolutely hand it to them. They, they have something to prove. I think Jeff Wilson is a, a solid flex play. I think he gets at least 15 carries this week. And uh, I don't. I mean, you have to play DK Metcalf. You have to, I think, against this defense. Uh, and and just hopes that you know they're playing catch up ball and he gets some garbage time numbers, but yeah, lock up uh, Lance, lock up Debo, and I would flex Jeff Wilson for sure. I, one, one last tidbit: absolutely fake uh, Carson, or Car, not Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. I say that. I agree. Why am I? Why am, is it Rashad Penny? Yeah, it's Rashad. It's Rashad Penny. You okay, man. Yeah. Sorry, I'm losing my mind. He's. I'm absolutely sitting him. Do not play. Kenneth Walker is back. He'll siphon a little bit of carries. This Niners D is for real. Is is George Kittle going to be out there this week? He, he didn't practice. He didn't practice, he but they've today. been saying he made a lot of he's made a lot of progress, and he could play week two. But they're thinking about holding him back just because it's the Seahawks divisional game. Every day that man gets out of bed is progress, man. It's uh, like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. We'll see. Obviously, if he suits up, you're playing him, but have a pivot option ready. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I'm going against the green, uh, picking the Seahawks. Uh, excuse me for wanting the Cinderella story of Geno Smith to continue on. Uh, you're excused. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got another good one. I'm so sorry, Begley. In our little friend group, we have a lot of Cowboys fans I'm a Buccaneers fan, the only one. Uh, we have a Bengals fan. And so Begley really had to take a lot of flack from me over this past week. And this week he's got uh, it's Cincinnati Bengals at Dallas. Cincinnati is a minus 7.5 point favorite over under at 41.5 points. Begley, is this is your team in this game? Let me hear it. I like Dallas plus 7.5. Um, <clears throat> honestly, to me, this is an this is a this is a line that should be getting a lot of public money, and it's just not really moving a lot, which tells me sharps are on Dallas. Cooper Rush is decent. I'm not going to say he's better than Dak, but he's decent. I think he's better than your league average backup quarterback. I'll say that. Uh, only what? Why, why are you furrowing your brows? What a what a homer thing to say, man. Coop, Cooper Rush is decent. Cooper Rush is not decent, man, at, by any means. He's, He's decent. I, we'll, we, we will talk after the game. Uh, the only Cowboy that I might – I'm considering benching CD. I think I have to play him. I don't love any Cowboy. I don't love Zeke. 
He's was 50-50 with Tony. I don't love Schultz. Uh, I don't know that I love Jamar Chase. He's going to get the Trayvon Diggs treatment this week. Uh, I'm kidding. You're playing You're playing Jamar Chase. You're playing T. Higgins. You're playing Hayden Hurst. And you're playing Joe Mixon. You're especially playing Joe Mixon. I'd like, I'd like to know if you don't like any of these Cowboys options, how do they win the game? I don't think they win. I think they cover. Okay. I, I mean, then it's you're, you're smashing the under then with Absolutely. that. Okay. Okay. Just make sure we got all the ducks in a row here. <laughs> the, the, the Cowboys did one thing. Well, they pressure Tom Brady. I'm, I'm going to fire up Zeke in this game. I, I'm taking the Bengals by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> taking the Bengals. I'm going to take the over as well because I think the Bengals absolutely hammer you to death. Uh, I like Zeke, though, from the Cowboys' side. I feel like you have to play CeeDee Lamb just to see what he does with Cooper Rush. You you paid this high draft capital. Let's see what you got out of him with Cooper Rush because Dak was horrible last week. I think Joe Burrow comes out and absolutely just fires away. And I think Jamar Chase is one of the lockiest locks of the week. I think that man tears it up. Joe Mixon, I think he gets his. T. Higgins is he's still in the concussion protocol and he's progressing. So we'll pro- it, it might be like a game time decision on Sunday. If he doesn't play, Tyler Boyd moves up a spot. I'd even consider flexing Tyler Boyd, honestly, if he's the number two man there. Um, I, I just don't see any way that the Cowboys muster enough offense to hang with the Bengals. And, and really the Bengals had a chance to win last week after Joe Burrow personally had five turnovers. So I think he's got a vendetta, I think he comes out slinging and has a, a great day. Uh, give me, give me the Bengals minus seven and a half. Give me the over of forty one and a half. Uh, the f- the fact that the Bengals were even in that game after five turnovers shows you the type of firepower that they're capable of. He's not going to have five turnovers again this entire season. I that being said, I'm I'm firing up every Bengal I have. That being said, I think CD does okay this week. I think he's start worthy. I think Zeke does good. Um, Begley's not wrong. I mean, Cooper Rush played one full game last year, um, and he went uh, 24 for 40 for 325 yards, uh, two touchdowns, and a pick. He's not He's not terrible. I mean, they let him throw the ball 40 times in the one game that he played in its entirety. So they're not going to completely pull the rug out from under the passing game. So I don't think CD is going to just all of a sudden fall face the earth. And that game was at Minnesota. So they weren't playing uh, a scrub squad. So I don't think they're going to completely change the game playing around and just not throw the ball at all. I think CD can still be serviceable um, with Cooper Rush under center. Uh, I, I'm actually in a league where if if a quarterback goes down, we, we don't have quarterbacks. We have you draft a team. So I, I drafted Dak, but I drafted Dallas's team quarterback. So by default, I have Cooper Rush. Um, I, I'm keeping him. I'm keeping him in the slotting lineup in the starting lineup this week, just based off what he's done filling in for Dak and his frequent injuries in the past and that they don't really change the game plan too much. I mean, they still pass the ball a lot and he's yeah. seen success. Um, so, so that being said, the Bengals are a much better team. Jo- Joe Burrow's going to come out and absolutely just, he's got something to prove this week uh, only to himself. I think any, any true NFL fan knows that Joe Burrow's not, he's not what he showed last week with all the picks and everything. But I think he just comes out and just kind of reaff- reaffirms it to himself that he's a monster and and goes nuts. So I look for the Bengals to cover and to the tune of a of a high scoring over game. I think a, I think a trend we'll see against Dallas all year is wide receiver twos. Anthony Brown was horrendous. I wish T Higgins was playing in this game. Let's let's just quickly go over the variables of Cooper Rush. Number one. Small sample size, one game. Number two, Amari Cooper was there last year as the number one with Ceedee Lamb. Well, I, he, I mean, he got snaps. He got snaps in several games. Uh, he got he, he he played towards the end of one game. He went three for three. Ooh, big money. He's complete big passes, money. dude. Consistently, 
And number variable number three, he had a better and more healthy offensive line last year as well. I I, I mean, that's it's debatable. One game. That's debatable. That's a hundred percent debatable. That's also true at the same time. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think what what's going against Cooper Rush, I think he's I think he's better than your league average backup. But Dallas is incentivized to tank. I think they will. Okay. We'll see. We'll Personally. see. Uh, I, and that being said, Mad Mob, I feel like I should kind of like explain myself a little bit. I'm keeping Cooper Rush because there's no IR in this league for team quarterbacks, obviously, because you can't put a, a whole slew of quarterbacks in the IR. So I don't. I can't just slot that into the IR to pick somebody up. And we keep a very short bench in this league. Uh, it's a. It's what is it? Begley, a four man bench. So, yes. so the people on my bench are solid, and I don't want them on the waiver wire to pick up Carson Wentz. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it as well. That being said, I'm not panicking having Cooper Rush in there. Uh, if I if there was if I could slide him to a, the IR or I had six seven bench players and one was just a piece of crap, then yeah, I'd, I mean I'd stream Carson Wentz or Jared Goff um, just based on matchup. But I'm saying that I can still be successful. Goni, I'm going to drive to Mount Sterling, and I'm going to wipe that little grin off your face, boy. Breaking news. Breaking news. I forgot to mention this on the Thursday show, <laughs> but it's funny that you mentioned Carson Wentz. Uh, one Begley Deswan in our startup dynasty that we had on the waivers dropped Aaron Rodgers after one game and picked up Carson Wentz. You did what, Begs? I did, and I don't honestly. I don't feel bad about it. Um, I mean, if you think Alan Lazard is a savior, fine. I get it. I don't know that he's going to save that that receiving room. Hey, man, we had a guy in our league last year when it was just a keeper league who oh, did the same thing. I remember that he dropped Aaron Rodgers after the first week because of a terrible game. And who was the MVP last year? Do you do you remember? Little different. It's a I little mean, different. If you want to talk about variables. Well, what's the variable, Gunny? It's Devontae Adams. But it sure is. It sure you is. want to bet against Aaron Rodgers? You hey, really want to bet against Aaron Rodgers? I'm going to go pick up Aaron Rodgers after what you saw week one. That, that was bad, bad. Nobody got open. Christian Watson dropped one touchdown pass. I watched a lot of that game. Nobody got open. There's a guard guy in our league that's about to drop half of his fab on Aaron Rodgers. That's fine. He can have him. I'll, I'll take Carson Wentz and his 50 throws a game. All right. Oh, breaking news is over. Yeah, wow. Well, uh, what did he get be by 28 to 3 week one last year? Something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right, next game. We've got the Texans at the Broncos. At, at the Broncos. At Denver. Denver minus 10 over under set at 45. Goni, are the Broncos coming back angry? Is Broncos country going to ride? Yeah, absolutely. They're going to beat the snot out of Houston in this game. I'm I'm taking the Broncos with whatever spread you can possibly find. It can be bet up even, and just I'm taking the Broncos. They have a lot to prove. Do you pay Russell Wilson all that money to let your kicker kick a 63-yard field goal to potentially win a game for you? How frustrating was it to watch the Broncos let 20 20- 20, 25 seconds just just bleed off the clock for no reason whatsoever. I was yelling at my TV over that. I didn't understand it all. You're it's fourth and five and you have a sixty three yard field goal and you're you're paying Russell Wilson like over two hundred million dollars over the life of his contract and you want to trot the kicker out there. I, I was dying Old laughing. Track. They did so they did I, I saw an episode of or not an episode, a clip of the Manning cast where, you know, Eli and uh, Peyton kind of do their little discussions during the game. They had Shannon Sharp on there this time. They did a uh, somebody posted a timeout counter that Peyton was doing. Peyton <laughs> Peyton did the timeout uh, symbol with his hands or whatever it is <laughs> over twenty times in the course of like the twenty seconds that elapsed. I mean, he was just sitting there like panicking too, like just. <laughs> Just going nuts, trying to call a time, like trying to dive through his TV to call a timeout for him. That was, yeah, that was very Mike McCarthy esque. That's yeah. the stuff that happens that gives the people who think the NFL's rigged 
that's just throwing gas on their fire. Who that's in their a Dallas right? Cowboy move? That's what it is. It's a Dallas Cowboy move right there. What coach in their right mind would, would make that play? Uh, I mean, we're at home, and we're we're obviously know what the right and wrong move here is. These guys are paid a million dollars. Come on, rig. Rigged, he says. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Give, give Either way, me, give me. Go ahead. Give go me ahead. Russell Wilson. Give me, give me. You're firing up Russell Wilson. You're firing up Melvin Gordon and Javante. Javante had 12 targets. I expect that to come down. There's no way he has that. But uh, it's a. It, he's going against a, a porous Texans defense here. You're firing up Judy Sutton, Aguabinam. Alberto, for those those of you guys that hear it on the uh, broadcast when you watch the games, and for Houston, I mean, you're going with Brandon Cooks. I don't know about Damian Pierce this week. Listen, uh, listen, I don't know, man. Listen, uh, so I, I I looked into it a little bit. Damian Pierce owners, it's okay. So so Lovey Smith had a press conference where he came out and he said that he cannot hold Damian Pierce back like that again. He said the only reason that he was held back wasn't his ability as the running back. It's his lack of ability pass blocking. And he kind of came out, and what I took from that is, you know, Lovey understands that he's got to have his best players on the field. He's got to have his best running back on the field to run the ball, to have Rex Burkhead in there most of the time just because he's a better pass blocker is not a smart move. I think Lovey Smith acknowledged that post game. So I think we saw the worst of Damian Pierce week one. I'm just worried about a negative, like a ultra negative game script for Houston. Fair. So that, that's all. That's, that's the only reason I still believe in his abilities as well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I play Davis Mills this week either. I think Brandon cooks is the only guy that I fire up on Houston. I like Rex Burkhead on Houston a lot this week, actually. You'll see him in my flex and all the leagues that we're in together. It's a negative game script. He was in there on almost every pass play for Houston last week. I love Rex Burkhead. I think I, look, I think Broncos get pressure. I look forward to seeing you get eight more losses this week, sir. It's okay. I got a lot of number one picks I can tank with now. <laughs> uh, give me, Give me the Broncos coming out, showing everybody what they paid for. I think I think Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton get involved a lot earlier this week. It was it, they waited way too long to get their two star wide receivers involved uh, last week. I think the Broncos put up a lot of points. You got to start Javante and Melvin. I think they're going to be ahead. So I think it's going to be flipped. So whereas we saw like the majority of Javante Melvin work in the first and the majority of Cortland Jerry Judy work in the second. I think we're going to flip that. I think we're going to see Cortland and Jerry Judy a little earlier in this game and more Devonte Melvin later. Uh, it's going to be a blowout in my opinion. Uh, give me, give me Broncos minus 10 and give me the over. I think they're going to just, just wipe the, just take out all their anger from last week out on, uh, on the Texans. I'm, if if my flex is not strong, I'm considering Damian Pierce. I think Levy Smith kind of understands that Damian Pierce needs to be his guy and that he gives him more opportunities. That being said, I don't love it. I, I, I wouldn't plan to start Damian Pierce unless my flex was weak or it was a very deep league. Uh, but that's kind of where I'm at on that one. Uh, any else? Anything else to add on that one, boys? Nope. All right. Our next game. Cardinals at Raiders. Uh, Raiders minus five and a half. Uh, the over under is fifty one and a half. Give me Devonta and give me Hollywood Brown in this game. The, I think these two guys are locks for twenty point games. Personally, both uh, just for the record, uh, the Cardinals and the Raiders both posted the worst coverage rating on Pro Football Focus last week. This is an absolute matchup nightmare. The Cardinals didn't look good by any means. Uh, uh, I mean, Kyler Murray led the team in rushing with five carries for 29 yards. I know James Conner scored a touchdown, but it's not very encouraging. 
I think that it will be a lucrative day. I'm taking I'm taking the Raiders, by the way, uh, minus the five and a half. I just don't think the Cardinals are very good. Um, I don't like their defense by any means. I think it'll be lucrative for Kyler Murray and Hollywood this week just because I think they're going to be playing catch-up. I like I like Josh Jacobs this week against the Cardinals defense. I would I would certainly play him. And I mean, you're Derek Carr, you're Darren Walrus, and Hunter Renfro. I think we see some more out of Hunter Renfro this week as well. Yep. Um, give me give me the points on this one. Give me the Cardinals plus five and a half. Give me the over. I think we see uh, I think we see Zach Ertz and Pay Dirt again. I don't know that we see much more out of James Conner. I'm not I wasn't too high on him in the offseason and after week one I'm still kind of stuck in limbo on him. Hollywood. It, it's a great matchup for the receivers. Uh, I'm with you all on that. I think I'm firing up every receiver that I have uh, in this game. Just the secondaries aren't going to be very good here. Yeah, I'm really not much to cover on this one. Just obviously you have Devontae. I'm with you. Hunter is a nice flex play this week. Hollywood is a nice play. I mean, do you consider Rondell Moore as well? Yeah, you're playing Rondell Moore, absolutely. Uh, I think Greg Dorch has becomes waiver wire fodder again if Rondell plays. But Hunter, you're you're worried about Hunter, right? I mean, you get a healthy Waller, you get Adams. Last year, he got all of his targets when he was the only option. If you have Hunter Renfro, he's your wide receiver, too. To me, he is now a flex play at best. I would flex him, though, this week. I think he's he's flex-worthy this week, as far as that goes. There, man. In a game where they needed to score, the targets weren't there. Hunter Renfro or Devin DuVernay? Ooh. Goni coming in hot these past two episodes with her this or that. Yeah, man. These are these are big time questions, man. We got waiver wire stuff going on. Remind me again who's Baltimore playing? Baltimore is playing the Dolphins. Yeah, give me give me Renfro, but I don't love it. Baltimore's or Miami's secondaries for real. Renfro or Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. And last but not least, Renfro or Garrett Wilson. Renfro. Come on now. Man, Garrett. he's low. Garrett Wilson. He's, he's low on Renfro this week. I just wanted to see where the bar was, that's all. Where, where, where does the targets come from? Where do they come from? It happens, man. It's one game. It's one game. Let's let's not overreact on on target shares. Mike Williams got two. Allen Robinson got two. That's, they play a, a much larger role in the offense than Hunter Renfro does for his. We've so seen Williams get get low targets. We've seen it a lot. He's Mister Volatile. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, Hunter Renfro start him this week. Uh, our next game, this is our Sunday night football game. Another big spread. There were a lot of big spreads this week, and I'm kind of I'm really interested to see, hear what you all have to say about this game. It's the Bears at Packers. Historically, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, and he let them know about it last year. It's Packers minus 10 over under at 42. Give me the Bears. I hate what I've turned into, by the way, Goni. I love it. Let uh, it consume you, Justin my, Fields. My favorite stat is Justin Fields, in that weather, led the NFL in air yards last week. He throws the ball downfield. Don't give up on your Moonies. I think he comes back this week, even against Jair. I can see Mooney having one of those three-catch-for-80-yard kind of games. Um, give me the Bears. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bears as well with the points. Uh, I don't necessarily think that they win outright. I think that in Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers will prevail. The Packers defense is pretty good. Uh, with that being said, I'm fire up your Moonies. I would fire up your Cole Komets as well if you have them. Someone I 
I don't think we really mentioned that should have gotten a little more priority on the waiver show. I think for these redraft guys is Khalil Herbert. Honestly, Khalil Herbert was, we, we mentioned his efficiency. He scored the touchdown last week. We've talked about how the bears offense kind of doesn't really love David Montgomery. David Montgomery got a, a ton of carries last week. He wasn't very efficient with it. Khalil Herbert now, this is going back into last year, man. He He's shown that when he gets opportunities, he makes the most of them. So I think if he is still on your waiver wire, he is absolutely worth a pickup, even just to hang on to. If David Montgomery goes down, I, I think Khalil Herbert's got high-end uh, running back two upside to him. Uh, on the other side, I mean, you're, you're going to fire up your Dillons and your, your Aaron Joneses in the flex. And who who are we picking this week for the wide receiver for the Packers? It's not going to be two of them. Are we going Alan Lazard in his his debut for the season? Yeah, if he's out there, hundred percent. Yep. I'm I'm personally playing uh, Robert Tunyon as well. I think uh, Tunyon is is a good play this week. I'm actually playing him over Cole Komet. So I, I like that the familiarity with Aaron Rodgers in the offense and. Just Rodgers finding out last week what he's got as far as receiving options. So those are my picks. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Green Bay minus ten. I'm gonna go against the grain here. Aaron Rodgers just dominates the Bears. Man, he always finds a way with them. The Bears can never do anything about it. I think when you have a a point spread like minus 10, you got to take the over. It, it's it really, to me, it depends if Alan Lazard plays. I know I get it. It's just Alan Lazard, but when you have a receiving core as weak as green Bay has, um, that's, I mean, that's their number one receiver, uh, regardless of how, how good he or bad he is compared to other WR ones. That's that is the number one for Green Bay. That is the only guy that, obviously, besides Randall Cobb, but he's old as dirt. Um, that has familiarity with with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got whooped week one last year. Came back and spanked the team he played week two. I think he does that again this this year. He just Aaron Rodgers just needs that game for some reason. Week one, he just he goes out and he just he needs somebody to bend him over their knee and spank him one good time before he starts playing. I I just don't I don't trust the Bears to stop the Packers in Lambo. Yeah. I mean I, I mean I, I get it. Aaron Rodgers has got to slow down sometime though, man. He's got to. And his weapons look terrible. That's what they said about Tom Brady for the past ten years. Indeed. All right. Uh, we the last game of the week, another just another monster spread, another monster spread. I don't I don't like these at all. Uh, Monday night football game is the Titans at the Bills. We get to see the Bills back at it. A huge break between the Bills, going from a Thursday game to a Monday game. Uh, I'll take. I guess I'll take this one first. Uh, give me Buffalo minus ten. I mean they're absolutely just insane. Uh, over under is at forty eight. Give me give me the over. I'm going to start with the Titans and that I think Derrick Henry uh, comes back and has a good game here against a stout Buffalo uh, defense. I think he I think he does better than what he did before. I, I don't know. If I'm King Henry and I have to look all week at T. Crowder just taking me off my feet, he's mad. He's got to be looking to just absolutely hurt somebody this next game. I think he's, I think he's just putting in work this week to just – Shut everybody up because Derrick Henry uh, on all these videos of people getting leveled, he's normally on the fun end of it. So I'm, I'm interested to see how he bounces back after being on the, uh, on the decleated end of things. So I'm, I'm looking forward to him uh, coming back. I think he has a good game. I think he's the only Titan that has a good game. Hey, I don't, I don't start. I'm, I'm not a fan of starting trailing Burks. I, I don't think there's any other Titan I start um, other than Derrick Henry flip to the Bills. I'm starting Gabe Davis. I'm starting, uh, obviously, Stephon Diggs. Devin Singletary, 
they just they dominated. They dropped thirty one, dominated the Rams. He was hyper efficient. He just doesn't get the opportunities. I'm fading Devin Singletary this week. Uh, this is actually in week two. We have two Monday night games this week, being the Titans and Bills and the Vikings Eagles. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, I just I just I just saw it. You're right. With that though, I mean, you you pretty much summed everything up pretty perfectly. I, I'm taking the Bills in this one also minus ten. They're at home, and their their defense looks just as good as their offense did. They had seven sacks last week. Von Miller looked right at home. He he still got it, and the offense is phenomenal from from the Titan side. I'm, you, you have to play Derrick Henry whether you like it or not. You just you have to. You're just hoping that he scores a touchdown this week. I don't think he breaks 100 yards. He had 82 last week, so it's it's not bad. But the fact that he doesn't catch the ball out of the backfield is it, is detrimental to him. You you need a touchdown out of Derrick Henry to be happy, uh, along with the monster yardage he usually gives you. And on the other side, uh, I'm with Wayne. I mean, you don't need to be told to play Stephon Diggs. You don't need to be told. I don't think you need to be told to play Gabe Davis yet. Uh, maybe you want to see it again. If so, that's fine. Uh, I think he has a, another good game here. And I would actually, I would play Devin Singletary this week. I, I would flex him or play him in an RB2 spot if you have to. Um, Saquon Barkley just tore them up for 160 plus yards last week. I, I know that he doesn't get the volume that a Saquon does. Maybe, you know, they, they hand him the ball a few more times. And he's efficient, man. So he just, like Wayne said, he needs to get the carries. The Titans defense isn't what I thought they were coming into the season, at least against the Giants. Maybe they tighten it up a little, but I like Singletary for a flex spot in this game. Still missing their middle linebacker. I hate Singletary. I mean, I, I know the Bills need to get him the ball, but they won't. And they, they've kind of shown that since he's been in Buffalo. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of any Bills back personally. I think it's just you're rolling the dice. You love all the Bills receivers. We don't need to talk about them. I think Dawson Knox a bounce back. I actually like Henry. I think he gets back on track this week. Uh, I think the Titans got a little embarrassed. Now, I don't know if Taylor Lewan's back or not. He did walk off that field hurt. Um, I'm taking the taking the Bills, but I kind of want to watch this point spread. If it climbs up to, to 12, 11 or 12, I, I think I'd take uh, the Titans to cover. Also, I, I want to watch Kyle Phillips. Titans desperately need somebody on the outside to take some pressure off Derrick Henry, whether that's Burks or Phillips or Woods. So somebody's got to step up. I like Kyle Phillips as well. Just he he led the team in receptions and uh, yardage last week. So if there was a Titans receiver, I think he would be the guy this week. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, last game of the week. This is actually the last game of the week. The for really real last game of the week. Um, we've got the Vikings at Eagles. Eagles minus two and a half. Over under at fifty and a half. Yeah, give me give me the Eagles, give me the Eagles in this one. Fly Eagles, fly. A uh, major thing going into that is Kirk Cousins does not perform well in prime time. It's just facts. He <laughs> do, he doesn't do it, man. He I don't know what it is. It's the stigma or something like that. But uh, for that fact, I'm I'm gonna take the Eagles. I'm gonna take. It's 50 and a half, and we saw these two teams just with explosive offense last week. So for that fact, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under for sure. I expect Jalen Hurts to have another great week. I I feel like he gets in the touchdown column as well as far as passing goes. Uh, I mean, you're, you're firing up your A.J. Browns. Jetta, obviously, on the other side. I think Dalvin Cook has a, a pretty good game. I like Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, Miles Sanders, you're going to play Miles Sanders as well. He he performed pretty well on only 13 carries. He had uh, 96 yards and a tutty last week. So, uh, I, I mean, what does Devonta Smith do is, is the major question I think we're all asking here. I'm terrified of Devonta Smith. He's he's seeing what happens with, with Jalen Hurts, man. He's just He's not a great passer. I don't think he can support two. I think Justin Jefferson is the highest scoring player in fantasy again this week. Again? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you saw what Detroit did to Philly in the air. I, I, I mean, Jed is better than anybody on Detroit's roster, and, and Kirk Cousins t- targets him a lot. I like okay. Adam Thielen this week, too, by the way. Uh, in this game, there's not really anybody out of the ordinary. Uh, I'm firing up all the usual suspect, all the usual suspects, um, Jalen and AJ Brown. Um, does Dallas Goddard do anything this this week? Yeah, he will. He seems to be the second target as of right now. At least he was the first game. Yeah, so I, we'll see. I gotta see Devonta Smith do it. I gotta see him do it after after just absolutely fading into nothingness week one. Uh, I got to see it from him. I got to see something from him before he slides into my starting lineup. I, I'm with Begley. I think Justin Jefferson goes nuts. Even he, you know, even with Kirk Cousins not historically being good in primetime games, um, Justin Jefferson is a monster. And it just it, the Vikings. You got to respect the run. So they just they just spread defenses out so much. Uh, Adam Thielen had a decent game. Uh, give me. Give me, I give me the Vikings plus two, and give me the over. I look for Jalen Hurts to still have another another big game, um, mainly with his legs. AJ Brown will be pretty good, but outside of that, I'm not. I don't think Miles Sanders has as good of a game as he had Week One. Uh, I, I feel like you still got to start him. I think he's. I think with his Week One performance, he kind of he he wormed his way into your starting lineup unfortunately but but that's where I'm at with him now especially with this this matchup but that's yeah that's where I'm at with this one Begley Hunter yep. Renfro or Devonta <laughs> Smith wow that's miserable god that's terrible Goni I have to ask the tough questions man some that's people terrible. are hurt it's not a tough question uh, that's that's pretty terrible I think I'm going to take Hunter Renfro. Wayne? Yeah, uh, that's snap calling Hunter Renfro. It's just based on the matchup. It's based on the usage, the volume. I might take Devonta season long. I'm just saying. I have to think about it. Lord have mercy. You're out of your mind. He, he didn't, in, in a game that he was scripted to get a lot of targets in, he didn't at all. All right. Wasn't targeted till the fourth quarter. It is week one, though. Wasn't targeted till the fourth quarter on, on a with the quarterback he's got rapport with. Week one. In a good game script. I have to see it again. In a divisional game. I'm just saying. You're a little concerned about it. Not concerned. Man. All right, Mad Mom. It's week one and it's hang on. It's it's week one and Begley's already on his we haven't seen it done before. Stop kick. Listen, from listen, from a guy that doesn't like volume, I understand why you like Hunter Renfro. <laughs> I like volume. I want players to get targets going. That's, well, that's weird that you're Fair taking enough. Devonta Smith. I didn't Season take Devonta Smith. I took Hunter Renfro. All right, you took Devonta Smith on the year. Uh, all right, that wraps up the uh, the week two matchups. That's it. Uh, all right, so let's, let's go over the CTFL scores, the crappy team fantasy league scores. Uh, we drafted our, our our the players off the crappiest teams in the NFL based on Super Bowl odds this year. Uh, let's just go over the scores real quick. I've compiled them in week one. Goni uh, came in. Dead last by a wide margin, uh, finishing Whoa. with 69.64 points. Um, his lineup is Justin Fields, DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, Cole Komet, Damian Pearson, Kadarius Tony. And Swift. in second in second place, it ain't your boy Wayne, that's for sure. Second place is Begley uh, with 89.8, outscoring Goni by 20 uh, Begley's lineup is Jared Goff, CMC, David Montgomery, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore, TJ Hawkinson, Jameson Williams, and Christian Kirk. And in first, that leaves obviously your host, Wayne, um, with a commanding lead, uh, dropping 113.5, uh, with my lineup of Davis Mills, Saquon, Travis Etienne, Darnell Mooney, Amon Ross, St. Brown, CJ Uzoma, Michael Carter, and James Robinson. Uh, so that is the update on the CTFL. 
and we will keep you updated uh, as we go along. Now, to move on to our DFS lineups, I will update you um, on how we finished in the first week. Uh, Goni introduced his team uh, before he set his lineup as the winning team. Uh, he, in fact, was the opposite of the winning team and came in dead last with 65.32 points. His lineup, Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry, Damian Pierce, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Hunter Renfro, TJ Hawkinson, Alvin Kamara, and the commander's defense, 65.32. Terrible. So he is now minus one. He's been relegated under the uh, in the zero mark. Goni, do you have anything to, your say, to say for yourself, or should we move on? It was a rough week, man. We could just move on. All right. And in second place, you know it wasn't your boy Wayne. I hate this guy. (laughs) In second place was Begley with 92.36, respectable, with the lineup of Trey Lance, Travis Etienne Jr., Damian Pierce, Michael Pippen Jr., Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Kyle Pitts, Christian McCaffrey, and Miami Dolphins. And in first, of course, me dropping an astounding 122.76 with the lineup of Jameis Winston, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, Michael Thomas, Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Christian McCaffrey, and the Washington Commanders. Maggot. Easy money. Easiest of all the money. Man, have you ever seen someone take such a large victory lap in week one, Biggs? I, I haven't. I, I hate that he just gets to gloat and he doesn't let us talk. You know, it's just it's the worst. It was commanding. I mean, the, these weren't these weren't. I didn't edge out these victories. I mean, I absolutely annihilated both of you. I mean, one of them's not a, a victory at all. It's just a running tally of the crappy team points on the season. Commanding lead. I mean, Don't it's he, week one. Don't you feel like his entire team is going to regress as the year goes on? Yeah, I mean we're we're playing with crappy teams. That's, I wish I wish the, the amount of, the of times here. I wish the amount of times Begley used the word regress would start to regress. <laughs> it, it won't. <laughs> All Spoiler right. alert. Goni, do we are we are we getting better from you this week, man? I, I mean I sure hope so. I'm not gonna promise anything. I, I thought I felt pretty good about the lineup last week, but my entire team took a massive dump, except for Jalen Hurts. God, do it, Mad Mob. He's he's a he's a beaten man. He's a beaten it, down I mean, man. His confidence week. has been lost. It's it's a fresh week. I hope so. Eeyore over here just to, just got beat down so bad in week one. I hope I do better. Wayne gets a plus one and he's ready to hold the trophy, man. Look at this guy. He's never won anything in his life. Look at him. Is that true, Wayne? Is that your first trophy ever? Uh, I believe I, mean, I hoisted one last year. It's not even a trophy. It's just a plus one tally. It's it's literally just a, a mark on the ledger. You know, it's one there's time. there's just something needs to be said of just winning the inaugural week. You know, week one is more important than week seven. You know, you just come out of the gate strong. You know, it, I I had I have pole position now. It's just it, there's something about winning week one. The scoreboard doesn't agree with you. Yeah, week seven. Week seven is worth just as much as week one, man. You don't have to do a regression analysis to tell you that, don't you? That's true. That's true. Excel spreadsheets and such. I hate both of you. Um, Well, let's go over the DFS lineups. I guess we'll start with the guy who's in dead last, and we'll see this one. Let's see if he. Let's see if he starts off his squad with a and your winning team. Are we doing? Are we doing uh, by position again? Yeah, let's do by position. And the winning team this week. At quarterback, I'm going Trey Lance for 7,500. I firmly believe that this is the breakout week from Trey Lance that everyone has been waiting for. I don't think Seattle plays the way they did. All the emotion is gone. It's no revenge game anymore. Revenge game. Nah, it's just a divisional matchup with a much superior team, and I think the 49ers destroy them. Trey Lance it is. I totally agree. I got I got Matt Stafford against the Rams. Super Bowl champs bounce back in a big way. Trey Lance was my second pick, though. Against the Falcons? Matt Stafford against the Falcons, yeah. That'd against be weird the Falcons. Was, against, against the Rams. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I am going Carson Wentz uh, against the Detroit Lions. Um, he's He's got a good lineup, and I got him pretty for, for good value. That's a good choice. 
For the running backs, I took Christian McCaffrey this week for 9000 and I took Josh Jacobs for 6600 I think we see more of the McCaffrey of old from years past uh, against the Giants. I mean, I, I don't love their defense very much, and I think this is just you know another game kind of where he gets back into form. And Josh Jacobs, I just love the matchup. Arizona wasn't very good last week on the ground, through the air, anything in between. So I like Josh Jacobs to come out firing. I think Josh Jacobs is a bold move. It's either going to really hurt you or really really help you. It's a little bit of a value for 6,600. I agree. I went with uh, Darrell Henderson, the true value uh, at 6,200. That's his backfield. Um, love the matchup against Atlanta. Um I think he was third overall in snapshare of all running backs last week. And I got Saquon Barkley at 8,800 against Carolina. You saw what Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt did to the Panthers. Fair. Um, I'm sticking with my boy uh, back, you know, assuming he's fully healthy and all that, uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, he's going against Washington without Chase Young. You know, we're I'm just not worried about that defense. I think uh, I think they're going to use, use them like crazy again. Um, and then – I think I got great value on this one. Uh, Javante Williams for 7,300 against the Texans. Uh, I think he's going to be heavily utilized again in a game that I see the Broncos going up early and then just keeping the ball on the ground with Javante Williams. Okay. What what Do you think Begley took Allen Robinson or Cooper Cup coming up and he's just going to take all the Rams this week? It, it seems to be the trend so far. So I'm going to say he probably took Allen Robinson and considered that a value. But anyways, uh, my wide receiver, my wide receivers, my wide receivers, bro. I'm trying to get to the wide receivers here, man. Do you mind? Uh, For wide receivers, I took Jamar Chase at 8,700. I think the man is going to absolutely destroy. He's going to be matched up against Trayvon Diggs, who's awful. I I don't know if you guys know, but he's terrible. He gives up all the yardage in America. Awful. Uh, I actually took Allen Robinson in this one because I thought it was value. 5,700. I look for him to acquire more than two targets this week. That's for sure. I think they get him more involved. Uh, it's a weak matchup against the Falcons. And I, I also had to save money on this one. So I took Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell against Jacksonville. Um, Michael Pittman didn't practice and I don't know if he's going to play. Alec Pierce is dealing with a concussion, and somebody's got to catch the football there. It, it sure isn't going to be Kyle Granson being the only one in Mo Cox. So I'm looking for a Paris Campbell game, hopefully a tutty at him. Wayne, why is he taking so many unnecessary risks? I don't know. This man, has he loves Paris Campbell. He loves him. His, his total team budget is probably about 20000 by the time we're done with this thing. Man, yeah. we, we heard this noise out of uh, Gerald Everett when I brought him up, and we saw what happened with that. I, I, I hear you. Gerald Everett was a great call. Paris Campbell so far has not been a great call. Until he goes off for 100 in a tutty. Let's go. Until he goes off. Uh, my first receiver, I have Debo Samuel for 8,000. Uh, I think he's going to at least get you a touchdown in, in five to eight carries this game. Um, Trey Lance seemed to really rely on him in Chicago, so – Love Debo. I have Julio Jones if he plays at 5,700 as my value pick. Uh, Mike Evans against Lattimore is going to be a problem. So I, I love the wide receiver two in Tampa. And at 6,200, DJ Moore bounce back game against the Giants. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I I didn't really go for any home run players this week. You know, I, I stayed pretty even as far as like the value of all of my players. I'm just trying to I'm not trying to bank on one guy to drop thirty for me. Um, so my receivers are Michael Pittman. Um, I'm sticking with him. Uh, obviously, if he's healthy, he's going against the Jags. Easy money. Uh, I'm going with uh, Deontay Johnson uh, against the Patriots. I'm just again, I th- I think he's due. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna game plan more just for him. One to more get the hit. Ball. Just DJs, man. He's just filling his lineup with DJs and calling it good. And uh, just, excuse me, the champions. He talking. just can't. He just can't get enough of it. Man. And for sixty nine hundred, yeah, I, I thought. I thought it was pretty it. good. I thought sixty nine hundred was good value to to get Amon Ra against Washington. 
Okay. That's uh, it. Ahead. I mean, pretty pretty easy value. Michael Pittman was 7,800. Deontay Johnson was 71. And Amon Ra was 69. And they're going up against Jacksonville, New England, and Washington. So, I mean, the matchups are, are there for success. All right. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Good explanation. Yeah. Yeah. We got every last bit of that. Uh, moving on to the tight end position. I took Mark Andrews this week as the most expensive tight end, 7,400. I love him in the matchup with Miami. I think the wide receivers are going to have their hands full being matched up, you know, against Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. I look for Mark Andrews to go off. Honestly, he's going to be the focal point in the passing game for the flex. I'm right there with you, Beggs. I took some Rams players. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 6,200. I, I had some, I had some leftover funds there, and I'm, I was scrolling through looking for guys that I think can make an impact, and I think he's the guy this week for sure. And then for the defense, I had to save some money getting some of these big money guys, so I took the Raiders against the Cardinals this week for 3,800. The Cardinals didn't look good last week. I don't love the offense. I don't think Hollywood Brown is a wide receiver too, and uh, yeah. That's what it is. Would you like to put a doink bet that Hollywood Brown scores more than 15 this week? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So you're, saying, me, you're, you're saying he'll get 16, but you're not pleased with that? I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm just saying I don't like the Cardinals offense in general. James Conner wasn't good last week. He just fell into the end zone and salvaged a fantasy day for everyone that played him, including myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the doink. I'm gonna put it in the stew and let it marinate. If you want it, just let me know. All right. Tyler Higby for me for the Rams, 5,300 at tight end. <laughs> uh, I'm looking up on the Rams. Man. This this man needs the Rams to score 40 something points just to just to get up there. I feel better and better about this. Just a whole lot of value there. I don't think uh, Stafford and Allen Robinson. I mean, Allen Robinson was open last week. Stafford just didn't quite look his way. I, I think Higby. Uh, gets me eight, eight to ten points. Just really looking for a touchdown play here. In my flex, Javonta Williams, seven seventy-three hundred. I agree, Wayne. Game script uh, is all in his favor. Even if he doesn't catch ten passes, I think he gets fifteen carries this game. Uh, and for my defense, I'm going Niners against San Francisco. Um, love the Niners this week. Niners against San Francisco. Yep. Against, against Seahawks, Mad Mob. How, how's that? How's that happen? Who's going to win, Niners it's or San Francisco? A, a Who's going to play the best? It's a scrimmage, man. All right? It's a scrimmage of practice. Practice squad versus the starters. That's Golly, how it's going to go down. I'm surprised he didn't take the, the Rams, but he probably didn't have enough money. I'm going to turn my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, what you got? <laughs> All right. Uh, my tight end. Uh, I was surprised how cheap he was. He's probably because he's coming off a crappy week. I got Kyle Pitts for 5900 against the Rams, uh, one of their few weapons. I think they're going to get him more involved this week. Um, my flex is a pure, I was running low on funds, so I'm just having to throw a dart here and hope that it hits, um, with Jacoby Myers, um, going against Pittsburgh. Uh, it, it, like I said, I'm not banking on that guy getting me much. Um, it was just, uh, I was, I was running out of money. My pockets was running thin. (laughs) He'll get probably six receptions, but he, he ain't going to score a touchdown. He hates scoring That's touchdowns. fine, dude. If I get ten points out of him, then I'm thrilled. Um, and then I went with the Bengals defense against a Dakless, Michael Gallup-less uh, Cowboys. But they have Cooper. Yep, and that's why I went with the Bengals defense. <laughs> I'm not worried about that at all. Um, so, yeah, uh, let us – so just so we can have it for the record, Goni, go through your lineup and list any questionable players that might be need to swapped out due to injury. If it, I was actually looking at that before, there was there was someone I, I swapped off of to make sure all my guys were healthy as of right now. But Trey Lance at quarterback, CMC and Josh Jacobs at running back, Jamar Chase, Allen Robinson, Paris Campbell in the wide receiver spots, Mark Andrews at tight end, Daryl Henderson at, in the flex and the Raiders defense. I've got Matt Stafford, Daryl Henderson, Saquon Barkley, Debo Samuel, Julio Jones, who I might need to replace because of injury, DJ Moore, Tyler Higby, 
Devonta Williams, and the Niners D. I have Carson Wentz, Javante Williams, DeAndre Swift, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Amon Ra, Kyle Pitts, Jacoby Myers, and the Bengals defense. DeAndre Swift is listed as questionable, questionable, but should be good. And same with Michael Pittman. So everybody else is is good to go for me. Should be another easy week for me, Mad Mob. Nah, doubt it. Nah, you're get going back to even. You got the worst team. Actually, Goni's got the worst team again, but you have the second worst team. Paris. Goni's <laughs> nodding his head. That just shows how much he listens whenever you say something. Bigly. He just he he, he, he like had the thousand yard stare while you were talking and just like nodding his head while you were trashing his squad. <laughs> Damn, I got I got caught red handed. All right, yeah, man, whatever you say, cool. Oh, man, Mad Mob. Uh, we will see you all for the weekly recap uh, after I catch more of these dubs. Yeah. Man. DFS Week 1 Champions for MVP. Yeah.